check microphone check what's up what's up what's up what's up what's up we here we here live on the culture life universe podcast we here doing a thing to man aaron keith long aka clue you know how we do awesome keeping it that way you know and we're doing a thing sunday night vibes doing it right uh we're going to be talking about of course we got our what's going on segment we're going to kick it off but today's uh features i guess we should call them features we're going to talk about homelessness what's going on here in the united states of america when it comes to homelessness what is the culture behind homelessness how do we treat those in need um Let's talk about it. Let's get into it. We've got some facts here um, that are quite, um, I would say, interesting. So let's get into it. Palestine, Israel, Hamas war. What is there to say? You know what I mean? Uh, but we need to talk about it. We need to get into it. It's going to be important. Um, we need to talk about getting these civilians, both Israeli and Palestinian, out of danger. Folks need to be in safety. We need to keep it that way. War is going to go on. That's, I'm not going to say it's fine, but it's going to happen. But we need to make sure that folks are safe. If you're a civilian, that's men, women, children, elderly, civilian. If you're not a fighting, you need to be safe. You know what I'm saying? So we're going to talk about that. And then we're going to get into afterlife. You know what I'm saying? It's important. And I put it that way. I didn't do after hyphen life i did after life what comes after this life we don't know we're not sure understood by none accepted by everyone we got it because one day we ain't gonna be here but we don't know where we're going and all these fools that think they know we don't we don't follow them they some suckers uh so anyways we're gonna keep it groovy want to give a shout out to folks viewing in the building we want to say thank you for coming out Sunday Night Vibes thank you thank you uh, we're going to keep a group uh, okay. first segment we're going to uh, kind of groove it down turn down the little tunes turn down the tunes all soon uh, all tunes soon all tunes are uh, what is this uh Bear stock music. Shout out to Bear Stock Music, keeping it groovy, hip hop tune. Uh, you know, we got royalty free. You know what I mean? Because we ain't trying to like, you know, we ain't trying to have no people coming up trying to snatch our, you know, some royalties. If we ever get anything for the podcast. You know, we gonna keep it we keep it groovy. But uh the what's going on culture segment for this week, uh, we got uh, San Francisco uh, was welcoming uh, the APEC uh, folks coming out for the APEC conference. If you don't know what that's about, it's the Asian Pacific Cooperation uh, Leaders Week. And that happened here in San Francisco. Pretty groovy, um, nuts. Uh, most people don't. President Joe Biden was here. President Xi Jinping from China was here. Check that out. So that happened right here in San Francisco, uh, where this podcast takes place. Shout out to the city of San Francisco. Shout out to the city. 
we wearing New York Mets, but y'all already know what it is. Uh, we here. But yeah, the APEC conference went uh, went on. The theme this year was creating a resilient and sustainable future for all, and that's something that we hope and we pray for. Feel me? Um, because man, we're gonna need it. So folks came out. Um, little <laughs> a little uh, side note with that funny story. My wife was saying that it was so bad. There was a restaurant, uh, shameless plug, Avoca restaurant. Check it out. Um, if they got, I don't know, I'm not going to disrespect them if they don't have the Michelin star or if they do or don't, but they Michelin quality. I'll put it to you that way. So go check them out, Abaca Restaurant, down there uh, in the pier uh, over there by the wharf. But anyways, they said that folks canceled reservations because traffic was brutal. I mean, you couldn't drive. Folks were out there like, man, didn't know what to do out there like, what? So, anyways, um, they, folks canceled reservations, traffic was mad nuts, but hopefully they got some conversation going on and, uh, and, you know, I don't know, built a pack or, you know, built a pack, built, uh, built a bridge that I should say has been completely torn down and broken between these two nations. So hopefully they're making it happen. Hopefully they're keeping it, uh, keeping it but that's actually the 17th, uh, and that's the APEC economic cooperation. So, United States, uh, and I'm going to give you a quick snapshot. This is a what's going on segment. Check it out, APEC23SF.org. Um, so, it looks like it's Monday night. Let's see. Looks like 21. That's the uh, culture what's going on segment. Now, moving into the life what's going on segment. Something pretty cool I found out. Uh, so, we got a weekend that just went on. Right? And I say cool, but cool may not have been the, I would say, spot-on term. But what's cool is this weekend I got to celebrate Veterans Day. I got to wish my father-in-law happy Veterans Day, and really got to give a shout out to my great grandfather who fought in World War II. His name's Eddie Long. Uh, and he fought in World War II. And it's cool to me because my son's been born. Uh, there's just this time in the world right now where I feel like there's, there's like more, there's another I don't know, it's just it's kind of full circle moment. I don't know if that makes sense. Maybe I'm kind of rambling on that, but uh, it just felt really cool. Um, but I wanted to kind of talk a little bit more about that. Life, what's going on. So I guess to me, like, it's cool.
cool because even though there's four gods and stuff like that, even though, let me step up to the mic, let me step up to the mic, even though there's, there's war going on and stuff like that, um, it really felt cool to like give shout outs to that, you know, folks that I serve. It's an interesting time, interesting time. Um, but, so, with this uh, Veterans Day, it's interesting because, you know, I see some posts and stuff around, and it's like, you know, there are people that I know um, that fought, you know, Iraq and Afghanistan. And, you know, we're in our 30s now. Uh, you know, some of us, you know, late 30s, and I've seen them going back out. Dang, it's like, these cats, like, I mean, we don't know necessarily, and we're going to get into it uh, the segments here as we talk about Palestine um, and what is ultimately the Israel-Hamas war, but, you know, this, I mean, it would be nuts if the United States really had to throw their hat into this in a combat uh, scenario, I, I don't. I, yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna hope and pray that that doesn't happen. Uh, but th- that's the the life. What's going on segment today? We know we we celebrated Veterans Day here in the United States, and that kind of plays into the homeless uh, segment and the Palestine Palestine segment and the Afterlight segment. Uh, or I should say feature, I should call, call them features, we're calling features. Correct yourself, stay, stay on point, stay on brand, stay on target, you know what I'm saying, stay in marketing. But anyways, <laughs> so, yeah, um, you know, uh, veterans serve and do so much uh, for this country in the United States of America, and there are so many times in which uh, they are left behind here, um, they go out and they risk their lives in war, in combat, in service, and they come home and they make sure um, they're not treated with respect or um, not given the opportunity to adjust to a life outside of combat, which is, uh, or, or just out of that sort of structure um, and going into the state of America. Anyways. Life segment, or you know, you know what I'm talking about. That's how we do on our show, and we're gonna keep it moving. <laughs> Anyways, we got the last "What's Going On" segment. Um, it's actually a little bit of ways, um, but eh, worth talking about. Happening December. This is the universe. What's going on segment? So there's actually the American Geophysical Union 2023 Fall Meeting. I'm gonna say that one more time because that is a. I mean, PG on it, but that is. A, <laughs> it's the American Geophysical Union 2023 Fall Meeting. 
that's happening December 11th. There's actually here in San Francisco. It's not, um, I didn't even plan for this kind of, you know, be a San Francisco conference sort of show. You know, we talked about the APEC, you know, the culture, well, what's going on. But uh, here we go again, San Francisco, home to conference, innovation. If you don't know about it, be about it. We got, <laughs> shout out to the city of San Francisco. We got event space. <laughs> San Francisco, give me a, yo. Give me a parking permit on the house for that plug. Feel me? That's good. We need that. Um, but anyways, real talk. Uh, wide open space. Uh, that's the theme here. Um, hundred years. The American. Uh, what did they get that in? Physical Union. G U. Uh, it's been a hundred years. Been doing this conference innovation. Um, Twenty five days as of. Uh, past year, 2022, um, from over 100 plus countries um, meet here in San Francisco uh, to discuss research and groundbreaking um, so discoveries in the field of science. Um, so it's a place where um, they address uh, climate change, um, opening uh, greater awareness around that, what they hope to be greater diversity and equity inclusion in uh, science, providing uh, uh, more justice uh, within that field. Uh, and, and by science, I mean, uh, it seems, you know, <laughs> uh, let's be let's be real. I know, I know, I'm a scientist, you know what I'm saying? So, like, I don't know exactly per se everything that they're going to be talking about there, but, I mean, they, you know, um, they're going to be talking about, I'm guessing, you know, obviously geology, astrophysics. What did they say in astrophysics? What are they going to be talking about? I don't know. But they definitely going to be talking about science research. There we go. Um, but, you know, I don't think really listen to going, you know. I'm sure it's pricey. Uh, let's see. Do rate. Site, if you haven't already guessed. All right. So, well, if you're a member, which most of you listening absolutely are not, <laughs> um, if you're a member, uh, the uh, the member price is a crisp seven twenty five. Uh, if you're a graduate student, oh, which you well, you man this shit. I gotta, look, I'm on I'm on the books. Uh, even though I haven't freaking taken classes, shout out to uh, Whitman. Uh, but we out here. Go Orange. Uh, Three sixty-five uh, for the graduate price. One eighty-five for undergraduate student. I find that very, very, very refreshing and great. I do not remember things like this being this accessible when I was an undergraduate at Davis. Shout out to UC Davis. Go Aggies. Uh, but I do not remember. Uh, conferences like this being 185, like that is pretty reasonable with the amount of various gig work and stuff like that um, for an for undergraduate college student nowadays. You can go out and hustle yourself and make a buck off of it if you're serious about this. Um, 
So then if you're connected to the American Union, AGU, shout out to AGU for this plug, and San Francisco, City of San Francisco. But um, yeah, uh, non member price looks like, you know, 980, 905. I don't know. I mean, shit. If you're an adult going to this, you got to be pretty much 1080. You're probably in some research somewhere. Grad student, 485. Fairly reasonable. Uh, 245 for the undergraduate. Yeah, yeah fairly reasonable. Fairly reasonable. Uh, <laughs> uh, they got, look, reduced in wages. So check it out. AGU.org. You can click on the fall meeting um, and check it out. So if you're presenting, it's like a presenter opportunity and exhibit. So this is all going to be at the museum. Um, and this is going to be in uh, San Francisco, December 11th through the um, so, I'm out. Going on. That was the universe. What's going on? So, we got a advertisement as we groove on to the features. Yep, we're going stay on brand, stay on point. Uh, but want to give a shout out for today. What if what was Art, Arts Fan? I'm going to give a shout out to Arts Fan. My wife and I went out to Fort Mason this afternoon and uh, went to Arts Fan. Pretty cool. Um, I believe it happens a few times a year. You know, I should really get all this information. And since this is a show and I can do that, Arts Fan, I don't even know if I'm Give me a shout out. Arts fan. San Francisco Arts fan. They got open studios. They got shows. They got artists out here. They feature artists. If you're trying to get featured, get featured. If you're trying to subscribe, subscribe. They on Instagrams. Arts fan. And it was cool. We went out there uh, for a little uh, uh, support a friend. Rhea, uh, shout out to Rhea, appreciate you, uh, but yeah, we went out there and it was cool, so check out artsman.org, check out their events, check out what's happening, support the artists, support the community, and stay fly, stay friendly, feel me, uh, as we groove on, out of advertisement, and in, first feature. So the first feature that we're going in that we're going to be talking about today is going to be homelessness. So what's going on in the state of the United States of America? Homelessness. What is the culture behind homelessness? What um, you know what happens to folks as they navigate uh, through that system? Um, now what we pulled here and it's coming from uh, Alliance to End the Homelessness. Uh, it's in the homelessness.org. Go on there. 
It has the you know facts, of course, fact check. Um, this is uh, through the looks like a lot of information from uh, the United States um, Department of Housing and Urban Development, which is accurate. We're talking about statistics and data playing revolving around this. Uh, so I feel pretty good standing on these numbers I'm reading. But of course, um, this is only documented. This isn't anything of folks off the books, which is like something that writers um, I can speak on. Um, I was briefly homeless for two months when I was in my early 20s. Um, I, I wanted to move to Seattle, Washington, and I didn't have any money, but I still did it anyways. Uh, so I hitchhiked up there, and I got there, and, and we'll get to that. But and and that's and that's one of the statistics that I'm going to bring up because there's a portion of this and this this number that I'm seeing, I know it has to be a lot higher, um, at least from what I saw. And this was this was man, this is a dec over a decade ago, um, or about over a decade ago. So, yeah, but I I just feel like this number has to be a lot higher. Um, Right now, in the United States of America, half a, it, is, it is calculated half a million people um, as, being, as being homeless. Now, I, I feel like that's only, of course, the documented amount. I just feel like that number overall, and, and it just, and it could be a, um, what do you call it, a, um, a bias because here in San Francisco, it's so bla it's so blatant, it's so in your face, it's so um, just an everyday occurrence that it just seems like man, there has to be. It just seems like man, it's like there's, you know, I mean, it, it's a little dra dramatic, um, but half a million homeless people in San Francisco, dear God, I mean. Uh, because it it's it just seems uh, it seems tough, but obviously that's a complete over exaggeration. Um, but half a million uh, right now, as of as of twenty twenty two, uh, the last reporting, um, and that was about eighteen of every ten thousand people. Um, Excuse me, I'm taking a water, a little water break. Talk about this. Uh, the, um, the unsheltered rate obviously have increased dramatically um, over the past decade. And that undoubtedly has to be due to the housing crises, including um, the, hou the housing, I would say the aftermath of the housing crisis. Um, so that, that obviously has, has a big factor. Um, of these um, reporting um, half a million citizens uh, or, or folks that are, are here on, on, on soil um, seeking citizenship or 
seeking asylum, what have you. Um, Seventy-two percent are adults, um, and twenty plus percent are so seventy-two percent are mostly single adults, and twenty plus percent have children. So families um, actually, you know, experiencing homelessness together. Um, which I'm I'm going to speak on a story of that too, um, which got brought up as a friend visited this weekend, um, or this week, um, which, uh, man, shout out to my man's parents, um, uh, hadn't seen this guy in 17 years, came through the city, uh, bless her for self, being a stand-up girl, uh, I assume, but, yo, um, you know, families experiencing homelessness, like, going through that together, it's like, so, and then, Here's, here's another statistic here. 6% of these folks are, are veterans. 5% citizens under 25, which I guess is Chinese for not American. And then of, of these all, you know, the entire population, um, 22% have experienced like chronic homelessness. So this isn't necessarily the first time they've experienced this um, or um, it, it's something that they've, they've, they're caught in a cycle, whether that could be from substance abuse um, or just, you know, um, God bless them, could be just luck and circumstances. Um, and that is something that, this is why I brought it to the culture segment, because, um, you know, there, there's, a certain, there's a certain culture around homelessness and Again, this could be based on my own bias here because living in you know, a major city and, and the thoughts of things that I see um, based on living in San Francisco. But if if this if this is the number of people that are calculated that are homeless, it doesn't seem to me. All the resources here in the United States of America that we've been able to use to get people off the street. Am I correct? <coughs> Half a million people are calculated to be homeless in the United States of America. Yeah, it's supposed to be, you know, <laughs> most prof, you know, profitable the frontier country. And we can't get these folks off, you know, off the street, help them out. Um, families, um, people, veterans, people that have served. Um, and, uh, you know, a lot of things uh, for homelessness can, can, of course, be uh, personal choice or circumsta uh, circumstantial. Could be personal choice, could be a, a string of bad decisions you made. Uh, maybe it's substance abuse, maybe it's gambling, uh, maybe it's chosen violence, maybe it's a, could be anything. Um, maybe it's a, a string of bad circumstances. How, maybe your house burns down. Um, maybe, maybe your house is ruined in a national, uh, natural disaster. 
maybe you're displaced, um, maybe you went and served in combat, maybe you came back, maybe you're a 24-year-old kid that decides to go and, and, and uh, leave the state, you know, and, and travel. Um, what are the resources available? Um, talking with talking with friends recently, and and even thinking about it on my own, it's like how to, you know, how do you solve uh, the the homelessness crisis? How do you how do you help those in need? You know, and, and I think it all starts with the culture and the idea and, and knowing and th- and changing the mind frame of someone that is homeless. Um, doesn't want to necessarily work or help themselves. Okay, so that's what I think first. Um, there needs to be programs, labor programs, um, through communities. This can be through community development. This could be through um, uh, uh, federal government agencies. It, it doesn't matter. Private corporations, what have you, nonprofits, whatever. Getting people, if they are indeed homeless, giving them a means to potentially provide for themselves, to maybe, I don't know, you know, give give them just a a fair chance, a shot at something. Um, You know, choice, choice is important. We all have that. Um, That is something that I feel like is, is built into American society. It's like choice, like freedom of choice. Just freedom of choice, capitalism. Oh, you could choose to be a millionaire, or you could choose to be, you know, that 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 extreme capitalist mentality. Like, oh, people choose to be what they want to be. Okay, well, give people the un um, the how can I say? Give people the the ability to. I don't want to keep saying undoubtedly. Undoubtedly, have the opportunity to provide for themselves. That could be a matter of cleaning up freaking sidewalks, cleaning up the streets, you know, uh, cleaning up high, you know highways and things like that. You see, you know, you see things all the time where things things need to be done. Um, clearing forestry lands, you know, cleaning beaches, you know. Whatever it is that's going to help uplift and, and and help a community, that is extremely important. Um, that that's that's one one thing I can bring about. Like I said, I don't know any solutions necessarily, um, but that's one thing I can say. And I want to touch on that because you know, bringing this six uh, percent. Veterans, five percent citizens under twenty-five, also seventy-two percent adults. Now, I I I couldn't. uh, I'm trying to find. This is a podcast. I don't have all the time in the world. We do three segments here. I mean, find any find any vast statistics on elderly. That's why we need folks to tune in and, and chip in on the dialogue here start a conversation because if 72% of folks that are, are reported homelessness are reported as homeless, 6% of veterans, 
several citizens that are here. In fact, these are these are folks that are in working in their capacity. Granted, if if they are if they are in uh, have the the mind, the mindset that they do want to work, you know, and I'm and I'm not talking about making a career out of you know doing stuff, and stuff but it's like, are they going to be able to contribute in a safe working environment, doing whatever it is that is provided to them? I think that's a possibility. When I was 24, I I was in Seattle, Washington. There was a facility that I was able to go to every day. It was like a day labor place. And I was able to like sign up on a list and they basically assigned you to do any and everything. So first of all, I want to say shout out to the state of Washington, shout out to the city of Seattle, because that was nuts that I was able even to do that. I was able to work, I was able to report every day to a place to to pick up work, right? One day I worked at a construction site. One day I was landscaping. Um, I think one day I like moved boxes, like like a delivery, like delivery, like help uh, help with delivery. One day I helped like assemble stuff, assemble furniture, something like that. Um, it is absolutely um, something that should be accessible everywhere, and I, you know, I. I'm not, this is why I'm not employed. Here I am. Oh, please, listen to this. <laughs> please, please listen to the podcast. But yeah, I mean, let's start a dialogue around that because, like, what does it take to start these sort of organizations? Like, what kind of funding is it that, that needs? And, you know, what's going on with all these all these places, offices, things like that that could be, that could be gutted out in just, you know, uh, a facility that is, like, or literally just staff for anything that needs to get done. And like, you know, what you need is like, you know, you need to pass a, you need to go through a re- reg- uh, relative, um, you know, legit background check. Not no like Uber, Lyft background check where they don't check nothing. I mean, they probably do, but. <laughs> But you know, but you know, like they, you know, you need to do some sort of background check, see what's going on, and then boom, okay, then you're just like, you know, throwing fools like a little prepaid card, say, yo, you're gonna do this job. I mean, there's so many, you know, so many different ways you can do that. But that was my experience. So if that's possible in the state of Washington, this can be replicated by United States of America, and you can ho- hopefully help these uh, reported. Plus, all those out there suffering through this um, socioeconomic issue and crisis here in the United States. Um, another thing that needs to be mentioned. Um, so, the veterans, six percent. You know, um, that. You know, that could of course be. That have become casualties of, of post-traumatic stress, right? Um, they need a readjustment. Like maybe, maybe when they left, they they took into everything, and it could have been 
human suffering, someone suffering from chronic homeless could be somewhere between 2% and that could be a back suffering. But that something wrapping into the what's going on lifestyle, that's, that's something that hurts. That should not be a statistic at all. There should be ne- there never should be anyone that went to serve on that lifestyle. First of all, no one should have to go serve that lifestyle. It shouldn't be a thing in general. Let's speak on that first and foremost. You know what I mean? Like, that shouldn't be a thing. But the fact that war is a reality here, we are real. This is real life. Life podcast. Culture life podcast. You know what I'm saying? Like, that sh- they should come home. They should be welcome. They should be placed in homes. Um, my wife and I were talking about it. It's like, yeah, it's like, are, are there bases in the United States? It's like, ah, uh, yeah, but it's like, are, are folks, are folks, are what are, what are the, and, and I say, are there bases? Of course there are bases, but what I mean is like, what are the facilities like? Are they, are they, are they comfortable for those serving? Are folks being able to come back and just, like, you know, get an apartment on the base? No questions asked. Is that the deal? It should be, I think. Um, granted, everybody follows appropriate and, you know, regular behavior. When I be about regular, it's like, you know, follow the, you know, the regular citizen rules. <laughs> you know, it's like, uh, yeah, I, but anyways, you know, I, 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 bring, <laughs> I bring I bring this up because it's just, it, it's it's funny and it, it's not funny, but it, it shouldn't be a thing. It, it should be no brainer. I guess that's why it's funny to me. None of this should be a thing, you know. But, um, you know, the, this this is my discussion on homelessness. Um, I feel like. Calling these numbers bullshit. I don't want to say the statistics are bullshit. I feel like, you know, obviously, this is a, on this this um, uh, website, um, inhomelessness.org. This is through the National Alliance in Homelessness. I believe these numbers can be, you know, I, I just feel like there, there's more. There's more out there. Um. Seeing like in California, there's like 171,000 people, um, and maybe that is, but the fact that it's, but the fact that still, this population of people that experience this socioeconomic issue should not even have to experience this in the wealthiest, in one of the wealthiest nations in, in the world. And there you go. And that, that's what I want to say about that. So, and that's where I'll end it. That's where I went in this segment. And I'll end it. I want to end it firm. Homelessness in the United States of America is a socioeconomic crisis. If if this is the accurate number reported of people that need assistance, then there is no excuse why 
why this can cannot be below what what this number for California is itself, one hundred and seventy one thousand for the entire nation. Granted, there are people that maybe choose potentially for whatever reason. I have literally, I literally met, I literally met when I was during that experience for two months. Two months, I, I experienced um, various things, uh, sh- a few shelters, adult shelter, and a, and a, and a under. There are actually shelters for folks twenty five and under. It's interesting because a lot of those kids were just people that were like either in my situation, they were moving, and they didn't have parents to help them. Which I mean, literally, like those are the people that I mostly bonded with nuts it was like and, and, and even the wildest thing too was a lot of us had college degrees so it wasn't even like we were like doing like I mean yeah I mean it was we could have like gone with to our parents maybe some people had parents my me myself personally yeah I guess I could have like gone home and like saved money and then left but for me, in my mind, I was like, you know, I'm grown. It's like, if I'm going to, like, tough it out two months or until I make it, then that's what I'm going to do. And that was my mindset. That's what I did. And and I was just, I just constantly just try to keep a positive mindset. I always presented myself very, you know, um, um, clean and, and professional. Um, I had a place where I can, you know, there are resources out there, at least there were in the city of Seattle, uh, where you can leave your um, leave your items. You don't have to, like, walk around with a bag or anything. Like, you know, there, there are there are ways um, to do things. Of course, there are, are folks with mental Ill- illness and people that have drug abuse that may not be able to um, uh, facilitate that such a day, you know, for themselves. Um, but this, if this is the number, and there are folks that are able to do uh, for themselves, then um, there should be given the resources to do that from the United States government, states that they're in, um, what have you. That, that should be done. Um, now, um, I want to touch on this too. I wanted to say I want to wrap up on this should be taken care of, but I will say this too. Um, family. Uh, family. Uh, you never know um, like why someone could be homeless an individual. They could have lost their family. Um, or folks, or when you see folks with children um, that are homeless, Unfortunately, society. And this, and, you know, speaking of the United States, of course, all over the world, there, there are other, you know, atrocities and and tribulations going on with people. But here in the United States, when you talk about the United States, um, this place 
our great country, um, we've got to really set the, the standard higher. And that's where I'm, you know, if we're going to be, we're the players here, we're the top, the elite, then we got to set the, the, the higher standard. I'm talking morally, not like a money standard, but morally we got to set the standard um, from a culture standpoint. Uh, standpoint. And I remember growing up in school, and I remember there was um, Aunt God bless her, I can't even remember her name, but she was homeless. And I remember it was almost like no one believed it, you know, when she said that. Um, granted, I did go to school in the suburbs, so that also was like something. Speaking with my my good friend this weekend or this past week. Uh, that was something that no one even ever really talked about in the suburbs. I, I saw it when I went home to the city, but, like, in the suburbs, like, yo, like, no one talked about that stuff. So, you know, let's be mindful of that. Let's let's encourage conversations about homelessness. Let's change the culture about homelessness. Let's make it so that it's something that is not um, just, you know, um, a, a negative conversation. Let's make it a conversation about let's go out there and uplift some folks, huh? How about that? Let's think about that. All right. So that's the uh, the culture segment. Got a little long-winded on that, but you know, it's, uh, you know, like I say, your man's your man's roughed it a little. You know, what I'm saying, and, and I've known folks that have roughed it some, and, and when I say rough it. That's that's all. That's what I call it. I hope they, you know, folks out there roughing it, roughing it through life. Um, and that's what we're gonna get into this life segment next. But before we do that, I want to give a shout out. Um, before we get into the life segment, Palestine segment. Um, so yo, uh, my wife and I uh, slid out to the marina. We went out to a uh, cool little spot. Uh, it was called Wilder SF. And a uh, cool little bar, a little restaurant. It was cool. They were cool. I mean, I don't know. They out there on, it was on Fillmore and uh, Fillmore and Gr- uh, Greenwich. Um, I had the burger. You had the sandwich. You know what I mean? It was cool. So go out check out uh, check them out while they're SF uh, out there on Fillmore and Grinch. Uh, I don't know the number or anything like that, but you can you know go on your Googles and you look afterwards and stuff. You, you got that, you know what I mean? We out here. Um, so yo, we gonna keep it moving, keep it grooving. So check out Wilder SF for all your food and your drinks. And this let me <laughs> shout out, you know uh, before. You, before we do get into the life, uh, the life segment, the Palestine segment, I'm gonna take a sip of water. So yo, this fool, I'm holding my son in this restaurant, and you know it's like a restaurant and a bar. So I don't know this cat from Adam. I don't know who the fuck. <laughs> He's really, I don't know who he is. This fool rolls up, hold up, he rolls up, I'll be talking about, hey, brother, I said, hey, like, whoa, like, like who are you, bro, um, do I know you, 
<laughs> and then he, he gonna say, you do your thing, brother. I said, yeah, I'm doing my thing. Like, who are you, bro? Like, what's what's the deal? Um. Anyways, he uh, <laughs> yeah, he it was his birthday. He was probably a young cat. I couldn't have been older than ten, maybe fifteen. Um, and uh, yeah, I don't know. Funny guy. Anyways, so rolling up on people and talk about these ignorant, idiot, just horrific imbeciles. Who am I talking about? I'm talking about the Hamas militant terrorist group and this complete disaster they have started in the region and what potentially has kicked off World War Three. All right, so here we go. October 7th. We're just going to run through the list of events right now. We're just going to, and I'm just going to start from event one. October 7th, the Hamas militant terrorist group, right? Those cats, through missile and guerrilla warfare tactics on Israeli soil, killed over 1,400 people and, kidna- and kidnapped and took hostage over 200 people. So this is from from Ga- like from Gaza. They broke and they broke in. I believe they broke in from Gaza. Gaza. They broke in. They just it's like basically ter- terrorist attack. Kill people. Murdered. Women and children. Elderly. Kidnapped. Elderly men, women, children. Disregard for civilian harm. Terrorist, terrorist attack, right? So Hamas did that. Since then, the Israeli Defense Force has rained down a rain. I mean, rained down upon. And I have to say, I have to say it like this because I, it's, the world is an interesting place in how things are phrased and what, what it's, how things are phrased and what is actually going on, right? So I'll say it like this, and this is, this is my take on this. I'm not at the end all be all opinion. The Israeli Defense Force is raining down vengeance on the Hamas militant group. That is, that is what they are saying they're doing. Okay. In it to an extent, true. Yes, yes, they are. I mean, they're getting payback, bro. I mean, you can't, you can't expect, you cannot expect. To attack and kill elderly women and children on somebody's soil. It's like somebody going to somebody's house and do and attacking you and you not you're you're not expecting anything to happen? Like, no, something about to happen, bro. <laughs> Look, something about to 
<laughs> Something about to happen. You know what I'm saying? So, so that's what happened. They, they just, the Israeli Defense Force said, you know what? We coming after y'all. So they came, they started going after the Hamas militant group. Now, what does, where does the Hamas militant group harbor itself? Gaza, huh? Oh. Who is the occupant people of Gaza? People. And what do we know about Hamas? They don't care who is involved in their in on their side or on their their opposition side. Whether it be men, women, they don't care. They they come for you. They gonna they gonna offer you. They're a militant terrorist group. They do not care. They're gonna they're gonna come for you, right? But see, what is messed up is this group attempts to represent a group of people that have been used as a shield, and that is wrong. And that's where, why, why I said, some things are said, but this is not what's happening. And what's happening is a genocide, and I'll say that, because it is clear as day. You, the Israeli Defense Force, you, you have the, some of the most advanced military weaponry, in the world, right? The uh, I can't even think of of the the system. I don't even want to get caught up on semantics and names. But the missile defense system that can stop rockets, uh, intelligence agencies, right? E- e- even on the level of the Central Intelligence Agency here in the CIA, okay. Not saying that you do not attack those that attack you, but you can be very, very, very strategic about it. Hospitals are being bombed. Places of worship are being bombed. Apartment, apartments, communities are being destroyed. I'm like tearing up right now. And it's like, yo, I mean, they're saying just now, just now, okay, 11,000 Palestinians have been murdered, okay, 11,000, and only, only now, on November 12th, are they doing a four-hour pause for humanitarian aid and science. It's been over a month. And yo, I mean, this is what I'm saying. You have the most advanced, you had the most advanced military, um, military in the world. One of the most advanced, technology-wise. Okay, these fools hit you. They got you. And ain't nobody, nobody is saying that's okay. I'm not. I'm not saying that's okay at all, because I got friends. I got friends that are Israeli, and I have friends that are Palestinian, and I don't think that anybody wants 
any standard. Personally, that that's that's what I think, and that's that's what my folks that I know tell me. Nobody wants the ecstatic. Why do you want beef? Why would you want beef, right? But see, after you defend and you push Hamas back, and they're in full retreat, right? And you're able to utilize your intel, which is a technologically advanced. Group. You gather intel. You send special forces. Okay, and. If anybody, I mean, I hope this sparks conversation on this podcast, but if anybody is going to say that what's going on is special forces, I don't know. 11,000 people, 11,000 civilians to catch, to catch some fools that are, that are gunning and running. See, that's a problem. They're gunning and running. Okay. Well, you know what? You got them running. Let them run. Let them run. Let them retreat. You you build up, and then you go after. You stop them off. If if that's what you're gonna do, because what's what's I think personally what's happening right now, and this is getting this is gonna lead into where I think what is the future of the life of the Palestinian people, right? Because they're already tagging and numbering Palestinians. They have to cross in and out of Israel into Gaza right now, which is nuts, which needs to be discussed, which needs to be talked about, which is, like, so absurd. It's like people are getting tagged, and it's like, you know, um, this is 2023. Um, You're putting, you know, ankle, ankle bracelets with numbers around people. Like, could you be any more freaking degrading? Fucking give people, yeah, I'm going to say that. Fucking give people an ID card or a fuck, like, what the fuck, bro? Like, sorry to, um, sorry to, um, curse on this show like that for people who listen. Listen, I apologize. What the fuck is up with that, bro? Fucking like someone, some livestock, you're going to put some fucking bracelet on their leg, put number, like, get the fuck. Like, give someone a card, you know, th- again, most technology, technologically advanced nation, Israel, in, you know, world, you're going to do that sort of bullshit. Don't give me some some um, excuse, cost-effective, whatever, whatever, can't be, can't be taken off and some shit. You know how many, man, if there's anything about the will, and God bless these people. Um, that are suffering through this persecution and genocide that's being that's being placed upon them. Their resilience is enough in this enough for me. God bless enough for me to to shit not really complain. I mean, shit. Who doesn't complain about the shit they're going through? But I mean, come on. Um, these folks are are fighting. For their lives, and God bless the Palestinian people, um, and and God bless, and and this this is um, this is not taking anything away from the fallen victims on Israelis uh, Israeli soil, um, and and God bless them and their families, people that are hostages and all. 
hostages need to be freed. All civilians need to be protected. People need to know that war is fought with soldiers. It's not fought with civilians. You know what I mean? It's not fought with civilians. And these 11,000 civilians, uh, these 11,000 civilians that perish, that didn't, that didn't deserve it. That didn't need to happen at all. Uh, it's wrong. And, uh, man. Man, I feel like I gotta share this. So, when I was 10 years old, in junior high school, uh, I don't even know what, you know, so many conflicts, so many sparks happened in the region between uh, Hamas and the IDF, like, over the past, you know, forever. It seems like forever, right? At least, at least as far as I can remember. So I remember, like, Two of my friends, um, one of them, I'll say, one of them is a girl named, I'll say, I'll, for the sake of anonymity, uh, I don't even know if I said that right, but you know what I'm saying, anonymous, K, and the, and the, the, uh, the other fool's name, my homie, the boy, his name was O, K was, um, her pops was Israeli, O. His, his folks are, he's Palestinian. And I remember something happened. There was some, you know, some flare-up in the region. So this is like in the early 2000s. It wasn't, um, this wasn't, this is pre-9-11. It wasn't 9-11 yet. So we were like, yeah, it wasn't that. Because I, I remember it, this is like, it was not pre-9-11. But, man, something happened. And we were all friends, right? But, man, I remember that day at school. They weren't friends. And they were pissed. And they and they were, they hate each other. The stuff they were spewing, they're, they're murderers. They're murderers. And it was nuts because, like, there were other fools, too. It was, like, there were, um, it was, like, kind of, like, I, it was weird, you know. It's, like, talking about race and culture and all this stuff. It's, like, white people kind of sided with, Okay, and like you know, it's like brown people were kind of like, oh, it's it. me, I'm kind of you know, I'm chilling in the middle per usual, chilling, you know, what I'm saying, trying to be a little diplomat, whatnot, whatnot, uh, you know, typical brother stuff. Uh, but anyways, uh, <laughs> so yeah, like they were mad beefing that day, and it was nuts because like. What did they have anything to do with what happened, you know? And uh, I feel like that's the common misconception, and that's kind of what happens here. And, uh, like, I don't know what people were expecting from this segment on the show. If I was going to start talking about, like, some sort of holy war and, like, blah, blah, blah. Like, this is, like, Jewish state versus, like, Islamic state battle. And, like, nah, like, this is not about that. And it's, like, that's why you have, like, you have Jewish organizations in New York, like, calling for ceasefires. That's why you have, like, people, like, of Jewish faith protesting 
all over the world for ceasefires. That's why you have people of other faiths, other uh, ethnicities, backgrounds, people that don't even don't even speak or understand any sort of language, people that just know that this is just from a life standpoint, from a humanitarian standpoint, like this is wrong. This needs to stop. Like I I will say that ever. Like this needs to stop. The Palestinian people need to be free. Now, what does that mean at this point? I don't know. And I think that's that's what's ultimately gonna happen is like Gaza is like it's it's not gonna be Gaza anymore. It's Israel. Like everything's gonna be Israel. So like but what's gonna happen to the people? And like I don't know if any if people like wanna accept that now or if like like all everybody out there protesting, but it's like, yo, like this is it. Like this this was the push to like like Hamas fucked up. They fucked it up. Like, like there were, it seemed like there were going to be some sort of potential peace talks. I mean, I know Netanyahu got back in, and that was kind of weird, because he was on some, like, screwed, weird, like, steel election type shit, weird, weirdo stuff. But, like, they attacked at the worst time, because now they're just going to take the whole area that's it, and now they go everywhere, I guess, Palestinians is, excuse me, are uh, just going to go through and blend in with all of the rest of that region, maybe, I guess, we'll see, um, but my thoughts and prayers are with the families of every Palestinian, every Israeli affected by this, true tragedy, um, wars and rumors of wars are never good, and uh, we pray and we hope that uh, they cease. Um, thoughts and prayers um, with all uh, victims of war uh, throughout this world, um, and uh, uh, we hope uh, peace one day. Any, in any event, that was the, uh, man, that was heavy. Uh, thanks for uh, bearing through that. Appreciate you. Appreciate y'all. Appreciate y'all. We appreciate you. We appreciate you. The listeners. The listeners. Um, but that was a live segment. Uh, uh, we, we hope for a, a better tomorrow in that situation. I don't, I don't know what the solution is. So, we got the uh, universe uh, feature, universe feature, coming up next, Afterlife. But before we do that, we're going to do a uh, little shout out, a uh, little uh, advertisement. Go on to the turkey holiday here in the uh, United States. That's Thanksgiving. Uh, your man's has been... Uh, uh, firm uh, donor to Feeding America. Uh, now, Feeding America, uh, local food banks, people say, oh, well, you know, what's, what's the most impact? My, my whole thing is uh, giving. 
Alright, so I donate Feeding America. Um, I personally donate monthly donation, but um, y'all can do uh, you know a, a donation around this time during the holidays. Make sure folks in need, hello, culture, culture, folks in need um, have food. Um, let's uh, make life a little, uh, a little sweeter for folks uh, during the holidays time. So. Uh, shout out Feeding America. Let's set up. Look at me. Look at me here. Yeah, Feeding America. I know. Second guess. Second. What? Second guess myself here on the podcast. Um, but yeah, check them out. You can do a monthly donation. Set it up. Automatic withdrawal. You can just do a one-time donation. Um. Yeah, uh, pretty cool. Check them out. Check them out. So the universe feature universe, and and I just want to say, um, you know, I should, you know, actually, I'm gonna do this. I didn't do this in the beginning of the last segment, so we're gonna take a moment. Yo, hold it up. Rewind. Um, we're gonna take a moment of silence for the those civilians fallen, both. Uh, both sides of the uh, of the state here, Israel and Palestinian uh, civilians. Just take a moment of silence, the recognition of uh, civilians. All right, and thank you, folks. Thank you, folks. We try to be a little respectful. We try to be respectful. You know, we got manners. We try to have a little manners on the show. Um, but, um, yeah, we're going to first feature, um, Afterlife. You know what I'm saying? So what's that about? What's going on? Does anybody have an answer? Ding, ding, ding. I don't think so. Uh, no one's really got to answer this thing. That's why I called it Afterlife. So not like Afterlife, like just the place or like some shit like that, but like now. Nah, this is like an abstract, this is afterlife, this is, this is a state, um, and which brings me to uh, metaphysics. So I feel like it's almost impossible not to start this segment um, without talking about metaphysics. So metaphysics, for those who need a little uh, definition, yo, what's good? The branch of philosophy that deals with the first principles of things abstract concepts such as being, knowing, substance, cause, identity, time, space. Okay. It's also the abstract theory with no basis in reality. So it's ultimately what we're gonna get into with this afterlife, right? So like we're all here communicating on this plane together. This plane is what we call Earth. This Earth is located in Excuse me, is in the is in our solar system, uh, or what is it? Galaxy, the solar system, and so on and so forth. I ain't gonna get to in semantics. Correct me, y'all. Listen to the podcast. Shout at me. Tell me what I'm supposed to be saying. This is why we need guests on here. But anyways, we get this first season. <laughs> then we go get some guests. Feel me? But anyways, so uh, we're here on the plane, and then. 
we know we have what's called the birth, right? So every human, no matter who you are, comes out of your mother, right? Um, from there, you are breathing oxygen, and your body is functioning, breathing, heart moving, so on and so forth, developing on, hopefully, until you're 100 plus years old, right? And then all of a sudden, all that stuff just stops working, and that's it. You no longer, this vessel, our body, ceases to move. Um, and that's what we call death. So we have birth, we have we have conception, which is what some deem the beginning of life, which is an Abrahamic, I mean, or maybe even scientific thing, maybe, I mean, it is technically life, right? But, like, you always see a lot of Bible thumper, Bible belt people talking about, it's not life, you can't kill the fetus, where this show, this uh, this feature, we're not going to say segment. That's for what's going on. Those are what's going on segments. It's a universe feature. Episode three, shout out. We, we working out the kinks. <laughs> shout out that. Shout out. <laughs> <laughs> but, yo. Uh, but, anyways. Um, so, yeah. Like, this is not about abortion. But, you know, some people say it's a life. That's when life starts. So, anyways. And your man's Catholic. Or I would say I'm I'm Catholic, yeah, I go to church. Uh but I'm but I'm very spiritual. I'm not I'm not no I'm not dogmatic, you know. Um and so so in, in any event, um we have, have that part. That's that's the beginning of life. Okay? And then you experience this what we are doing, life, and then you have the ceasing of that when you're no longer you're no longer moving or breathing or functioning your vessel your body ceases to move it's called death so what happens I guess the the feature really should have been called after death not really after life because Death is after life. <laughs> I guess that's that's where we could all agree, right? Everybody could agree. Like your death, death is the end of life. It's a see, it's it's life ceasing. You're no longer here on this plane. You're dead. But after life, right? The after life. What comes after life? It's death. Okay, guaranteed. But what comes after death? So, you know. Maybe we'll do. Maybe we'll retitle the segment after death. That nah, we can call it. We're gonna keep afterlife. But um, so after death, what happens? Some people people believe maybe you go to this thing called purgatory, and then maybe you go to you go to you go to hell or you go to heaven. Right? Some people believe in reincarnation. You uh, you you have another life somewhere, another universe far off here, galaxy far far away with lightsabers. Baby Yodas and shit, you know, there's shit like that. So, you know, um, you know, there's that. So, uh, you know, maybe, maybe, uh, 
you believe that um, there's nothing. There's nothing after this. It's dark. It's dead. <laughs> it's fucking dead. It's such a depressing, you know, for atheists. <laughs> this is not, not, not ragging on anybody, but, like, if you're an atheist, like, just, you know, get a, get a fucking life. <laughs> If you're an atheist, get a fucking life. Like, fucking, like, you know, what are you, depressed? Like, fucking, I mean, yeah, everybody's a little depressed, you know? So just, you know, you don't have to believe in nothing after life, you fucking jerk. That's just my personal opinion. I'm sorry if I offended anybody, but, I mean, somebody's going to, I hope someone corrects me. Oh, actually, atheism is not. No, we don't believe in nothing. It's like, yeah, get the fuck out of here, bro. It's like, it's like, okay, there's nothing after this. Like, there's no next time. There's no next, you know, no next life. Like, there's no, there's, there's no heaven. There's no, I mean, even hell, even hell would be more entertaining than nothing. <laughs> Shit. Oh, man. And wrapping it all in. Wrapping it all in. Wrapping it all in. Wrapping it all in and wrapping this episode all in. Let's rally around. We already know. And that's how, that's, you know what? And see, this is the, I'm, you know, this is the Catholicism. God works in mysterious ways. You know, the universe works in mysterious ways. Here we go. Um, we got to rally around, not necessarily what comes after life, because we know what comes after life. It's death. Death comes after life. What comes after death? Let's focus on that. So let's make life, what we're doing right now, the best that we can. Let's help one another. If we got half a million homeless people calculated by the National Alliance to End Homelessness as of 2022 in the United States of America, let's end that. Let's stop it. Let's make it better. You know? We got a war going on in Palestine. The Israeli Defense Force, hey, you're giving four hours of humanitarian um, aid a day after however many 30-plus days of war? Okay, how about a ceasefire, a regroup of your forces, and, you know, going after with the United Nations after this group. You know, you don't have to keep bombarding and killing innocent people. What you could do is say, hey, you know what? We're going to sit back here. We got everybody on our side. Let's be real, bro. You're Israel. You got everybody on your side. Ain't nobody going to be like, we're against Israel. Everybody's going to be like, Israel, we got you. What do you need? They're going to be like, we need these Hamas fuckers out of here. And the world's going to be like, we got you. Everybody's going to be like, whoop, whoop, whoop. Said fools, look at me, solving world peace. Aaron Long, you in. Clue for you, clue for, clue for president. I can't believe I said that. No, never. Um, fuck that shit. Uh, <laughs> look like Sleepy Joe to you. Anyways, um, we got to stop this. We got to stop this war. Let's make it a better thing. Let's make this life better. Let's end this war. Let's do a ceasefire. How about that? 
And you know what? Afterlife, we know, again, afterlife is death. So let's unite around that. Let's unite around that universal topic. It's not afterlife. It's after death. We already know it because afterlife is death. Guaranteed. So we already know that. So let's make this life the best we can. And on that note, that note, your man's is moving on out. So thank you for listening to the Culture Light Universe podcast. I'm your man, Clue, Eric Keith Long, aka Clue, that's Culture Light Universe. And we out here on Twitch. Uh, thinking about doing Sunday nights probably be pretty cool, but. We out here live streaming on Twitch. Uh, we're going to be on Spotify podcast as where the session goes afterwards. We got these live stream recordings going on um, YouTube afterwards. Uh, we're on IG, Culture Life Universe on IG. And uh, Facebook, Culture Life Universe podcast. And uh, yeah, we out here. Some mans. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. Thanks for grooving with us. And we are out. Peace, love, the 415 in the Middle East. We out. Much love.